to Single Girl Woes. Um, decided to jump on here to do another episode. Um, trying to get a little bit more consistent with this thing. Um, but wanted to come on here to kind of piggyback off of my Love is Blind podcast on blind dating. Um, on the previous one, and if you haven't listened, I recommend that you go back and listen to um, the previous podcast on Netflix on the Netflix show Love is Blind. And I mentioned on there that I've been on two blind dates, um, so to speak, and both of them were horrible, which is why I have yet to do a third one, just because I am not looking forward to what can happen after having two really bad ones so kind of thought it would be cool to come on here to chat and share with you kind of have like a little story time um something different that um oh my mind just went blank um <laughs> haven't done one of those before like I said and I've said before but um definitely trying to get better at being consistent and bringing good content that I feel people want to hear and I am not a social media influencer I'm no celebrity I'm just a regular little chick um and I feel like some some of these there's so many podcasts on being single and relationships and all of that kind of stuff um but I'm just a regular down-to-earth female that feels like sharing my everyday journey with being single past experiences can be a little bit more relatable and identifiable um than you know some of these social media influencers not to say that they're doing it for cloud or anything but they have a larger platform so you know their content is a little bit more um well put together whereas here is just raw and to the point and you know the sound is not the best because sometimes I'm in my car recording you hear me fussing at people when I'm driving ordering my stuff from Starbucks and all of that um as I said in the very beginning when I started this podcast if nothing more this is therapeutic for me um it's better out than in as uh, my therapist would say and it's better I mean I do I still journal but this is easy just to kind of get on and rant and share my thoughts and experiences and all of that um once you know we are out of this time um currently as of today we are all dealing with the coronavirus um pandemic so we're on this whole social distancing so that's another reason why I want to be a little bit more frequent with content here um because if people are like me I have not turned on my tv in about a week when I do turn it on it's at night and it's just um for a short period of time to watch a tv show that I'm really into or every now and again I'll look at Netflix because I get tired of hearing music um so just trying to use some other outlets just to kind of keep my sanity and I figure what perfect time than this than to create content um for single girl wellness podcast so about these blind dates let's get right to it because you guys know like I will get on a whole tangent and then realize like oh I've been rambling about that um for x amount of time and I try to keep these to 15 30 minutes again being mindful of your time um and everything but yeah so first blind date a friend of mine an old friend of mine set me up it was a friend of the guy that she was dating at the time And, you know, she had been with this guy for a while. They had been together for some years. And she was like, oh, you should go out with his friend. He's really nice. And I told him all about you. You guys keep missing each other when you come by to visit. 
he's either just leaving or vice versa. And at the time I was single, I had just got out of a relationship, um, so to speak. So she was like, you know, this would be a good way to kind of put yourself back out there, whatever, whatever, um, so to speak. So the guy and I, you know, we, we didn't really do the exchange number thing. Um, I just kind of, again, because this was a, fr- a very close friend of mine, so just kind of really trusted her. Um, and was like, okay, I was like, well, arrange it and make it happen. We can meet up and do like dinner or something. But I was like, you know, I'll drive. Um, anyone that knows me knows I do not like being a passenger. So I prefer to be the driver. Um, so I had no, no issue with driving. Um, I actually preferred it, even though we could have met up there, but I was like, no, I was like, I'll go ahead and drive. We can ride together. Um, that'll give us some time to chat before again to the restaurant. And so, you know, we arranged it. And again, we were in our 20s. So, you know, not looking to go anywhere really expensive. Um, Didn't want it to seem too formal because it was really like our first interaction. So we both agree, like, um, through, again, my friend kind of being the middle person and really in messages. We were like, you know, let's just go to Applebee's and get a few drinks or whatever. Um, Doesn't even really have to be dinner. We can grab some appetizers if needed. But let's just go get some drinks. Um... Because when we did decide to hang out, it was kind of last minute, not, not like last minute, but not really planned out. It was just kind of one of those things that I was free. I didn't have my son. He was available. So it was kind of like, okay, I can throw some clothes on, whatever, whatever, boom, 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 bang. So went to our house to go pick him up. And, you know, my friends, like my friend friends, like those that really know me, they know that I am particular. They kind of know what my type is. So I wasn't. Um, at that point in time, I wasn't really concerned. Like she knows me, she knows my type. So he's going to probably be along those lines. She knows very well guys that I've dated before or, you know, hung out with. So she kind of knows the caliber and type of guy that I like. So I get there, I pull up or whatever. And, you know, told her that I was outside. I didn't want to go in because I was trying to be mindful of like, okay, I'm going to hang out with this dude. Um, so to speak. So I pulled up and was like, hey, I'm outside. He comes out. And from a distance, I'm like, okay. You know, he was a little bit lighter than, you know, my norm. Um, he was brand, he was like my complexion, which, you know, it's, it's fine. Um, Height-wise, was okay. You know, we were about the same, you know, from what I was sizing up, we were about the same height with me having on heels. So I was like, okay, that's good. Because if I wear flats or whatever, you know, he'll still be taller than me. So from a distance, I'm like, okay, he was dressed well, whatever. Um, as he approached the car, you know, I kind of was like, oh, he smells good, you know. And so then he sit down, he sits in the car and was like, hey, nice to meet you. Heard a lot about you. Keeps I keep hearing that, you know, we should hang out and this, that, and third. But every time I've come over, we've missed each other. You've either just left or I'm leaving and have to make a move and you're on your way. Um, So he was like, I thought it was really cool that we can hang out to go grab some drinks um, because apparently, you know, our two friends think that we would be compatible. So at this time I'm driving and I get to a light and I get to actually get a good look at him. I don't know why I didn't take a really good look at his face when he sat in the car. I just kind of, you know, tooted the horn, waved at my friend and, you know, took off to go to the restaurant or whatever. So when I get to this light and I look, Yo, dude had tattoos on his face and they weren't like, uh, it wasn't a huge, but it was like several little ones. And I just was like, oh, 
you know in my 20s I was you know really getting into establishing my career um and everything so I was kind of like okay I know I can't take you to a work function you know and I'm not don't get me wrong I'm not against tattoos I have been tatted almost 20 times um but at the same time in token my tattoos can be covered up when I need to be professional um I don't have any tattoos like I said there's not one tattoo that I have on my body that if need be I can't cover it up um so to have you know face tattoos and I do, I'm not I don't like face tattoos I don't like those big neck tattoos and even for women I don't like when they have tattoos like on their upper chest like I have chest tattoos but they again are a little bit lower so even if I wear certain shirts you still can't see it unless it's like a very revealing and deep cut um shirt which again why would I be wearing that to work that's not appropriate um so anyway I saw those face tattoos and I was like what the fuck um, but at this point, we're almost, you know, a little bit closer to the restaurant. So I was like, you know what? It is what it is. At the end of the day, it's free drinks. Um, that was my mindset in my 20s. Like, you know, free drinks, free dinner. Um, like I said, we had an exchange phone number. So I was like, I don't have to worry about him calling me. Luckily, he didn't pick me up. So it's like, okay, he doesn't know where I live. The worst thing would be um, after that encounter, we would always see each other, you know, in passing when I went to go visit my friend. And it's like, even with that, you know, it was whatever. I could work with that. So, you know, we went to go, to, we went to the bar or whatever. And by the time I saw the face tattoos, I, I didn't even want anything. It was like, yeah, we'll just get like two or three drinks and head out or whatever. Because, you know, you factor in food, you got to wait for them to cook it and whatever and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, nope, we'll just sit at the bar. So we sat at the bar um, and everything. And, you know, we were having a conversation. Conversation was horrible. He was into the streets. He was a street boy. He was a street pharmacist. Um, So, you know, wasn't very well-rounded in the extent of conversation that we could have. So, you know, I spent a lot of time actually talking to the people, the other patrons at the bar, more so than I did to him. So, you know, he kept on wanting to linger on, linger on. I was like, you know what? I was like, I can't stay out too late. I think I lied and said I had to go pick up my son or something. And was like, you know, I know this was impromptu, so I didn't make for a long period of time to be out. So after this drink, um, we are going to head on out or whatever. And so he was like, cool. And so as we were leaving out, I run into this girl that was in um, the social. Actually, she was in. Yeah, she was in the same social organization as I was. She was in another chapter, but I had seen her at some of the events. And so I was walking in front of him and I spoke. But I swear I spoke to her so fast and she I could tell she was trying to have small talk. I just kept it going. I didn't introduce him. And again, the way that we left out, it could have just, you know, easily been like he was leaving out at the same time as me. No indicated that we were together. So get in the car, take him back, drop him back off at my friend's house. I told her, I was like, hey, I'll get with you later. She was like, oh, you don't want to come in? I was like, I got to go get my son, Um, which I did not. And I just was like, oh, my God. So like the next day, I remember telling her, like, what in the world would make you think that? that would be somebody that I would be into she was like oh but he's really nice and I'm like girl he's nice but um we can't have a conversation he's nice but I can't take him to a work function like his mindset wasn't even prepared to even deal with that 
and all of that kind of stuff. And it was like weird because after that, I remember she kept saying like, oh, he asked about you and um, wanted to get your number. I know that you had expressed that you didn't have a good time. He really enjoyed himself and was like, you're the type of woman he needs and all this and all that. So I managed to avoid him. And then I remember it was Christmas and I was over her house. Um, I had stopped by to drop her off her Christmas present um, because I had to go visit another friend to drop some stuff off to her and her kids um, for Christmas. So this particular friend, um, actually I went, yeah, I went stopped at her house first um, because it was like, okay, I knew I could be in and out because she didn't have any kids. So I didn't have to sit there and do, you know, the whole like, oh, Miss T, you want to see my toys? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Play with, Cause I'm gonna be a kid. So I stopped by her house first um, cause I knew I can get in and out and who was there but him. And it was like, oh, happy holidays. Actually, it was like Christmas Eve. Was it? No, it was the day after Christmas. It was the day after Christmas. Um, and was like, oh, I, um, been asking about you or whatever. I felt like I was getting blown off whenever I would ask for your number. Um, so now that I see you, when are we going to go out again? When are we going to go on another date? Um, I had a really good time. I've been really thinking about you and, you know, all this in the third. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I'm seeing somebody now again, another lot. I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, things have happened that I wasn't anticipating. I was like, you know, I'm seeing somebody now. So I kind of want to see where that goes. Um, so, and he was like, dang, I missed my shot. I knew I should have been a little bit more persistent in getting in contact with you with way before now. Um, I hope that you're happy. Um, I think, you know what, I think I told him that me and my ex got back together. I can't remember. I think I made him say me and my ex got back together. I didn't make it seem like it was anybody new. I think that's what I said. I think I was like, I think, I think I had said to him, my ex and I, um, um, had got back together, but that was like that experience or whatever of like a blind date. And then another one was, I guess you can call it a blind date in the sense that I tried to do the whole online dating. I would say I was like in my late 20s at this point. Um, decided to do online dating. I've really drawn a blank on what the site was. But did the whole online dating thing and met, you know, connected with somebody. Again, with online dating, you're initially attracted to somebody based on the pictures that they post, whatever. Um, and then your interactions with each other. And this is before... Um, this was even before online dating and social media had got to the point of video message and all of that kind of stuff. You know, all of that stuff was just coming about. You still, it was still at that time where you, you know, you could send pictures and stuff. Um, you know, take pictures and send pictures, but it wasn't the whole video component that we have now with technology, social media, and dating sites. Um, so I was at, we had exchanged phone numbers and talked on the phone. And... I was at a family cookout and he called and was like what I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm over at such and such side of town. Um, one of my relatives is having a cookout. So, you know, came by here for a little bit. And he was like, oh, he was like, you know, asking questions. And I told him what side of town I was on. And he was like, well, I'm not actually far from that. He was like, I'm um, leaving. He was also leaving a cookout. It had to be like a holiday, like 4th of July or something like that. I can't remember. Um, but it was one of those summertime holidays. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm not far from there. I just, um, I'm just about to leave a friend's house as well. And I was like, oh. And so he was like, Do you, can you get away for a moment? Um, and I was like, yeah. I was like, it's family here. So I was like, I can leave my son here. 
for a few seconds with, you know, my family and run out for, you know, a quick little moment so that we can meet. Um, because we kept trying to meet, but our schedules kept conflicting. Um, more so on my end at that time, I do remember my son was playing on an all-star baseball team. And so it was tournament time. And, you know, you have no control over how long you're going to be at tournaments and, you know, how long, how far you go in the tournament. So I kept having to cancel. So I was like, you know what, let me do my part to at least have a quick visit so that we can plan a longer um, visit or whatever. And it'll be good just to kind of put a actual face. You know, like I said, we had exchanged pictures and stuff like that. But it was like, you know, it'll be good to... Um, be able to physically you know kind of connect or whatever so physically meaning you know in person so he was like let's meet at 7 11 by the airport which was like five minutes from where I was another five minutes so it was like a good halfway points from where we both were so um me being me um again at this point um having the, the the bad experience the first time I didn't tell him what kind of vehicle I was driving. I actually think I ended up driving like my mom's truck or something because I had personal plates at the time. So I think I ended up asking my mom, could I drive her truck um, really quick? And so I didn't tell him what kind of vehicle I was driving. I was like, oh, what kind of vehicle are you driving? And so we're talking and I got there somehow before he did um so we're talking and he was like you know I'm on my way and I'm like yeah I'm still in route um I was like I got delayed leaving um and he was like telling me what kind of vehicle he was driving whatever whatever I'm still on the phone with him and I'm actually sitting in the parking lot at the 7-Eleven so then he pulls up or whatever um and I parked in a way so that it wouldn't be obvious that I was there to meet somebody or whatever so, you know, we're still talking and he was like, I'm here. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, I'm a few minutes behind. So he was like, but I see the car that he told me he was in when it pulled up and it was a nice looking car. So he was like, um, I'm going to run in the store really quick, whatever, whatever. So just um, park beside my, you know, call me when you get out or I'll stay on the phone with you till you get outside or whatever. So. Like I said, I parked in a way at the time initially that was kind of discreet so that, you know, he couldn't, he didn't know that I was already there or pick up on it when I was like, oh, I park right here. And for him to say, oh, I didn't see that car, you know, pull up or whatever. I saw that car when I went in the store. So I was able to kind of somehow finesse it and continue to talk to him on the phone. Um, And I saw him go in the store and oh my God, I was like, hell no. Hell to the no. So... You know, we're talking and then I was like, forget it. I might as well just go ahead and not be this rude. So I was like, hey, I just pulled up. I'm parked so-and-so. So he was like, oh, okay, I'll be right out. And um, so he walked over to the truck because I told him at, then at that point, told him when I was driving. And um, he was like, oh, it was a truck like this um, when I went in the store. Um, but it was, a, it was my thing at the time my mom had, this one she had like a, a Ford Explorer Expedition. It was one of those like SUVs or whatever. So it was a very popular car at that time. And I was like, yeah, it's a popular color. I was like, you know, it's always one of those things when you are driving a certain car, you always see that color. We la- laughed at all. And so we kind of had small talk. But again, I may have said this on other podcasts. I wear everything on my face. So my face was like so frowned up. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. I was like, I got like a little slight headache that came about because my face was frowned up like with the fudge because he looked nothing like his pictures. 
um, or whatever. So he's continuing to talk and he's like, oh, you're very pretty. Um, your pictures don't do you any justice. You look better in person. And before I knew it, I said, well, you don't look like your pictures. Um, and it was one of those moments where I thought I was saying it in my mind, but see, you know, it kind of spewed up. So I was like, you don't look like your pictures. And he was like, yeah, he was like, you know, that's why I wanted us to meet because yeah, I don't look like my pictures. Those pictures were from, you know, and he was a little, he was older than me. So I want to say if I was in my late twenties, I want to say, I think he was like in his mid thirties. And those pictures were were from like 10 years ago when he was like in his mid 20s. And so, you know, of course he was like, yeah, those pictures from like 10 years ago. I'm a little self-conscious about my weight and, you know, just life um, that happens once you get 30 and everything. And so, you know, and I didn't know how to tell you and I've been you know, kind of fooled by women that looking like their pictures. So I didn't really think that it was a really big deal um, and everything. And I was like, well, why do you think it was a big deal? So he was like, you know, is it, is it an issue? And I was like, you know, to be honest, I was like, you know, I'm gonna be totally honest. We can be cool um, or whatever. I was like, we can hang out. But I was like, you know, I don't really see it being any more than it. I was like, because, you know, I'm not really into your type. I was real bold. I mean, people say I'm bold now, but like, I'm thinking like, I was really bold back in my, you know, in my twenties, early thirties. And I was basically like, no, I think this is going to work, bro. You're not my type. Um, and I felt like, you know, you just should have been honest and you really didn't give me an opportunity to, to decide what I wanted to deal with. You basically made that assumption of, oh, I'm going to put these false images out here. And, you know, and like I said, the pictures were of him. I mean, his facial structure was indeed the same and all of that kind of stuff. You know, it wasn't like he used somebody, somebody's pictures, somebody else's pictures. I mean, they were truly pictures of him from 10 years ago, but I just was like, nah, this is, this is not going to work. So it's like, you know, because of those two experiences, I'm very hesitant on the whole blind date thing. Um, you know, sometimes, especially now being single, um, you know, I have people, oh, I should, nah, that's fine. Especially when I see the type of man that they deal with and the type of man they flirt with when we're out and about, like, no, nah, I, I, I'm fine. I, I can do this on my own. Um, unless I see you with somebody that catches my eye, then I'll, you know, I will call in the assist for you to make the connection. But otherwise, yeah, I don't need you trying to make the connection um, on my end. Um, and like I said, it goes back to, again, to my podcast on the Love is Blind series. Um, you know, maybe I am a little bit vain um, as far as appearance. You know, I'm not the most beautiful thing in the world. I had to pause because the song song lyric went through my head you know I'm I think I'm very I'm pleasing to the eye um you know I'm not you know I don't think I'm the cat's meow but I do feel like I am attractive and you know with that I feel like I should be able to I would want my mate to be as comparable to me in the looks department I want us to be able to look good when we out versus you know oh She's with him. You know, one of those things. Now, I know it's not all about looks because trust me, I have had some guys um, in my younger days that were fine as hell, but were no good, you know, dealing with the women calling your phone, all that BS. Um, 
tires getting cut behind a dude because he's not being honest with you about what's really going on in his situations and trust me I've been there so I know the outer appearance really does not mean anything um but for me it helps like I'm sorry I'm 40 years old I'll be 41 in June and I haven't got there yet to look deeper um not to say that I'm willing to deal with somebody that's attractive and they don't have no substance and can't bring anything to the table. Because again, the the initial that first blind date that I had experienced, he was very attractive. You know, minus the face tattoos, he was very attractive, um, so to speak. But you know, like I know everything that looks good is not good for me. But in in it for me, it has to be a good balance of you know pleasing to the eye. I'm not saying you have to be Tyson Beckford you know, Idris Elba level of fine. Like for me, a lot of people think that Kevin Durant is just regular. They don't find him attractive. Like that is my number one celebrity man crush. Over Idris, I would take Kevin Durant any day, any day. Um, his complexion, his height, his smile. I love his humbleness. I love his down to earth. You know how down to earth he's. I love the relationship that he has with his mother. Um, I, you know, so I'm saying it's like, I know him for real, but so, so, you know, I'm saying it in comparison to those that would say like their number one man crushes, like a Morse chestnut or it just don't get me wrong. I find them, I find them attractive, you know, but if, you know, if I could have my way in the unicorn universe was to say, you can have any man on this earth that you want. That's a celebrity. I'm going for Kevin Durant. I'm going for KD, baby. All day, every day. Um, so again, you know, like, I'm not saying that I need the finest of the fine, but to me, he's attractive. Um, so, I mean, and, and again, attractive to everybody is totally different. Um, and I'm fine with that. And I'm okay with that. Um, it is what it is. I like what I like. <laughs> and I know what I don't like. And in this age of being single, you know, I'm not settling for anything less than what I like physically. Um, in one of the earlier podcasts, so for anybody that's just hearing this one for the first time, this is a good segue into saying you should go back and listen to some of the earlier podcasts that I've done. I've already warned that they aren't, you know, studio produced. The sound quality is not the best, but hey, it's regular conversations with a regular down ass chick. Um, but in one of my earlier podcasts, I remember saying that I've never really dated my type. Um, the men that I did date my, that were my type, you know, the really, really attractive guys and all of that. Those were the guys that weren't shit that occurred me or had me stressing out because they were, I'm not gonna say stressing out, they had me wild and out, like going off on them and women because of their infidelities and them not being totally honest and all that. And I think that just, that's just men. I can't even say men because women are like that too. That's just life sometimes. Some people want more than what they already have. Um, yeah, that's just, that's just life. Um, so, you know, I've dealt with the very fine guys. I've dealt with the popular guys and all the BS that comes with them. So I'm not saying that I need that, but I do feel like I need somebody that, um, like I said, that's pleasing to my eye. And when we're together, we look good together. Um, 
yeah, I want us to be able to look together. I want us to look like we belong together and not like, dang, she couldn't get no. Because, you know, there are sometimes when you see like attractive women in there with somebody that's not pleasing to the eye. The first thing you think like, oh, she's only with him for money or dang, she must have low self-esteem, you know. So like I want somebody that when we step up in a room, you know, no one is questioning, questioning any of that. And we, you know, we make a statement. But at any rate, that those were my two experiences for Bloom. Excuse me. Like I said, this is a very, 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 probably one of the most unprofessional podcasts there is. Um, but hey, it is what it is. It's entertaining. Um, but yeah, so those are my two experiences with blind dates. Have you ever experienced a blind date? How was it? Um, would you do it again? Um, have you been the person that set your friend up on a blind date and knew that the person wasn't his or her type? Be interesting to know. Definitely um, shoot me an email at singlegirlwoes804 at gmail.com. Um, would definitely like to hear your blind date stories or the reasons why you're scared to do blind dating. Um, it'll be really, really, really interesting to kind of hear that um, from you all and any emails that I get, I will definitely do a follow-up to this to, to share and give my two cents, maybe five cents worth of commentary on whatever you send. So yeah, singlegirlwoes804 at gmail.com. Um, definitely will appreciate hearing from you and any input that you may have. But at any rate, I'm going to put this to an end. I like I'm always mindful of the time and we are reaching that 30 minute mark of me just rambling to you guys about blind dates and my experience with them. Um, So I'm going to put this to an end. So with that being said, I hope that you have an amazing day, night, morning, um, whatever the time may be when this um, when you're listening to this. Um, But I hope your day is good. I hope your day is productive. Be amazing. Be fabulous. Be unique and be beautiful. And I will chat with you again soon.